1: Welcome to Are You Afraid? Scream Queens, the unofficial Scream Queens internet radio show exclusively on Poppy Chulo Radio. Today is Sunday, November 22nd, 2015, and I'm your host, Poppy Chulo. During tonight's broadcast, we're going to recap, review, and dissect the latest episode of Scream Queens. Later on in the broadcast, get ready for a spoiler alert as we bring you the hit Fox series' casting scoops, spoilers, and ratings. Please welcome my co-hosts, First up, he's a good man with powerful arms and a sexy accent. It's Wilson Dye Hammond Jr.
0: Hey, I like that intro. What's up, y'all? Next up, you
1: know what his shirt's made of? Boyfriend material. It's Prince Rico Suave.
2: Hey, damn, I hope I get boyfriend now that I have a boyfriend material shirt. (laughs) And last but not least...
1: Will she choose the red toilet paper roll or the blue toilet paper roll? No one will ever know. It's Priscilla.
3: (laughs) Oh, my God. How how about neither?
1: All right, now, if you want to walk around smushing stuff.
3: Ew, gross! That's what I meant. That's gross.
1: Okay. She'll use the bidet instead.
3: Isn't that what the Japanese girl was using?
1: I think that was just a toilet,
3: but she's squatting weird on it, and she died. Like, there's there's no toilet there, so she, I think That's she how they do
2: it in Japan. <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh,
3: they have a, they have a different system or something. Because I was like, what? She didn't die on a toilet. That looks weird. No,
2: they do. Um, all all of like that side of America has a different way, a different way of um waste and toiletry. Huh. Like our our system is completely different than their system. They use the three seashells, and Oh no. the way smaller. So if you're fat, don't ever go to Europe, because you're gonna struggle to not twist. <laughs>
3: the struggle is, is real for fat people over there.
2: Yes,
1: it's right uh, That's your weekly they tip catch. on etiquette from Prince Rico Suave. <laughs> on that that's note. Fat- <laughs> <You don't> no. <know. laughs> The more you know, yes. (laughs) On that note, let's jump into our recap of episode 109, which was titled, appropriately enough, Ghost Stories, and it aired on November 17th, 2015. Here's the official synopsis of the episode. Denise does little to calm the Kappa's fears when she spins a terrifying ghost story. Meanwhile, Hester's shocking announcement pushes Chanel to the edge and a familiar face returns to campus as the Red Devil claims another victim. Dun dun dun. So let's get everyone's initial reaction to the episode. We'll start off with Priscilla.
3: Um, well, like <laughs> my one of my other like pet horror things is like Japanese horror. So when they like gave a nod to that, I'm like, oh my god, this is already going to start to be a good episode. And it has Denise Hemphill and Chad. So, the, ramping up to be like the best episode ever. And I think Wilson might like love the killings. So, I don't know. It wasn't my favorite, but it was up there. It's a good episode.
1: Wilson, what about you? What did you
0: think of the episode? Mo' murder, mo' murder, mo' murder. I loved it. It wasn't like... <laughs> We got a song and season. everything. Oh, yeah. But we had some, I, I like the surprise, like, I, I, I can't say the surprise killings, but some of them were, I, I didn't expect the two or three of those like deaths to happen the way that they did. And I guess maybe the timing just made them like perfect. I was like, oh, like, Aw, awesome. So, yeah, this is one of my favorite episodes of the season. Uh, Yeah, it, it had a couple of twists and turns in it that really just kind of, kind of woke me up, like, I, how do I say, like, I kind of had a, there were a couple of lulls here in the season, and I was like, man, I, we're getting towards the last few episodes here, we gotta pick it up, and this def- episode definitely picked it up for me.
1: Awesome. And Prince, what did
2: you think of the episode? Um, I enjoyed it. Um, It, it was a lot more excitement, because like, I guess that's where we're kind of rearing to towards the, you know, finale. So, I love that, you know, we're getting closer to getting the answers that we need. We're getting a lot more action because, you know, not everybody's going to survive. So we got to kill off characters now. And I also like the little um, homage that they paid to like urban legends, like the little hook, the hook meat story and stuff like that. Like, I love the ghost stories because some, you know, some of them were like made up for the episode for the show. And then other ones were like, you know retold but they're like typical urban legends that we've all heard at least once or twice in our lives so i like that too because you know how you have scream queens you know based on a whole you know they they show us different aspects different layers of different horror that we've all seen throughout our you know growing up if you're a horror movie buff so i like that
1: yeah, I agree with everyone. I really enjoyed the episode. I loved the ghost stories, and I love how we could uh, see the ghost stories. It wasn't just any sort of telling the stories. We actually had some video of, like, what these ghost stories were about which was awesome love the japanese horror as well and uh i mean it was hilarious i mean you can't go wrong with a whole lot of denise a whole lot of chad even hester with her freaky self we'll see and that kind of stuff it was It's fantastic. It was a great episode. And of course, the killings. I mean, we knew that they'd have to start killing some people that we knew and saw on the regular. So it was nice that uh, that started to happen. And uh, certainly it's going to be, you know, getting amped up as the series heads to uh, the season finale so let's get into the episode and i want to start off by actually talking about the ghost stories because i thought that was such a an interesting motif that they chose to use for this episode you know sort of telling ghost stories showing us you know with a visual interpretation of what is being described and that kind of thing you know we had um Basically, Denise was trying to calm everyone's fears in the Kappa house uh, from the Red Devil killer, you know, them seeing the quote unquote ghost of Boone, which we'll get into in a little bit, and that kind of thing. So she started telling ghost stories because apparently, if you're scared of something, like if you're scared of ISIS coming into your house, you know, you got to tell yourself ghost stories. So you're more scared of the ghost stories than, uh, you know, the other thing that you're trying not to be scared of. <laughs> Which, I don't know, I guess that makes sense for some people.
3: Weirdly does make sense, because I, ha- like, I have done that before.
1: You'll tell yourself but, a ghost story?
3: Well, no, I'll watch a horror movie and then be like, okay, I'm not scared of something that's like actually scary, because I'm, I'm concentrating on that. It made sense to me
1: well there you go (laughs) so there was a ghost story about a a hairy armed old lady there was all these weird ghost stories but then we finally got into the interesting stories the one that we actually could see visually and we learn about the kappa and it's actually a ghost story which you can look it up you can google schmoogle it and you'll find it and uh, basically I'll go over what the, the wikipedia says The Kappa have been used to warn children of the dangers lurking in rivers and lakes. It has been suggested that the Kappa legends are based on the Japanese giant salamander or hanzaki, an aggressive salamander that grabs its prey with its powerful jaws. In appearance, the kappa is typically depicted as roughly humanoid in form and about the size of a child. Its scaly, reptilian skin ranges in color from green to yellow or blue. Kappa supposedly inhabit the ponds and rivers of Japan and have various features to aid them in this environment such as webbed hands. And feet, in, uh, in the sewer. yes, in uh, Scream Queens. Basically, it's this uh, creature, an amphibious monster, that pulls unsuspecting urinators uh, or poopers <laughs> into the toilet and drowns them. Grabs them from the vagina and pulls them in, so that they can rot in their broken body in the sewage. Uh, exciting, oh, right?
3: American Horror Story because that sounds like something that would come out there.
2: Exactly. An
3: actual monster.
2: Actually, no, you know what's funny when they said it it grabbed them by the vagina? I was kind of thinking of um, Chanel number five with her. Oh,
3: with the vagina dentata?
2: Yes, with the vagina. Yes. That's too funny.
3: She bites back it tries to grab her. That would be. Yes,
2: that's what I was thinking. I was just like, imagine if it was like Chanel number five instead of this random Asian chick. Like, how much funnier this would have been.
1: That's too funny. And then she also tells the story of the Red Cape, which is a Japanese urban legend. It's called the Akamanto. And uh, you can Google it as well to get more information, but I'll read a little bit from the wiki. The Akamanto, or Red Cape, is a Japanese urban legend about a malicious spirit who haunts public and school toilets who will ask you if you want red paper or blue paper. In some versions, he will ask you if you want a red or blue cape. Often described as a beautiful man in life and hounded constantly by admirers, he now wears a mask to hide his face. And the legend goes uh, as this. uh, If you are sitting on the toilet, usually the last stall, a mysterious voice will ask you if you want red paper or blue paper if you're an- if you answer red paper you will be sliced apart until your clothes are stained red if you choose blue paper you will be strangled until your face turns blue any attempt to outsmart akamanto by asking for a different color will result in you being dragged to the netherworld the only correct answer is to say no paper and he will leave you alone
3: see aha I got it right i survived
1: <laughs> exactly and uh yeah so let's focus sort of on this section because there are other stories but, but they kind of correlate with the rest of the plot so let's focus on these uh japanese uh inspired ghost stories what do we think when we saw them being portrayed in the series
3: they did like the whole series has been kind of like a nod to 80s and 90s films but the nod to like Japanese horror, and how silly it can be, like with those stories, like it sounds silly to me. I don't know; it might actually be scary to some people, but to me, it's like it sounds funny. So to have put that in there, like it's it's awesome. It, it was. Funny. I would
0: mess you up a little bit, Priscilla. If you're in the if you're in the restroom, in a public restroom at that, no one wants to use the public restroom. And then some a man, a man's voice in the restroom <laughs> says, "Hey, you want red paper or blue paper?" First of all, you can be like. I mean, what the fuck are you talking about? And second, like, why are you in our bathroom? So you already gave two wrong answers. You're gonna get drugs nuh-uh. in the
2: other You can't no I Will you can't say that because we live in 2015? It could have been just Caitlyn Jenner. Oh <laughs> my, oh my gosh.
3: gosh. You know what? Been, why
2: wouldn't you want red? Do you want, re- do you want <laughs> red or blue paper? And it's Caitlyn Jenner. Like, you can't get offended. You just gotta be like, neither. I don't know what. what-
3: Responding to people talking to you in the bathroom—this, is not a place to talk.
0: Right, I'm clear. like, like, dude, what the I, I, That's, I, I, would probably get killed instantly. I'd but like, hey, man, go fuck your mother, dude. Are you serious? I'm taking a shit. Like, <laughs> well, Remember that's me? one way to anger the Red uh, Cloak Man. Man, I'd be like, battleships on. <laughs> oh, not battleships. But that I did like the like and then you know how it kind of like you know I, I I like that like you know the whole you know showing not giving nods to the other because they really are that's the like 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 person said the whole show is just a nod to other horror films we've said that a million times over but like they just make it more and more evident every week like how extensive their knowledge of actual the horror genre really is. I mean, they, they touch on even the most obscure things. The only thing I haven't really seen is stuff like the Leprechaun and, like, like just totally outlandish oh, horror consoles. I mean, really, really, Do you yeah,
3: remember? You know what?
0: Even... We did get Leprechaun. Now, you know what? So, uh, see, that's the point. Like it, it, like, it touches on so many different things. Like, once you actually get into the show, uh, you, you start to notice all the little subtle nuances, like, all the little nods. I think that's what keeps a lot of us like so interested beyond just the Red Devil. Who's the Red Devil, and all this other stuff. And you know, it, it, even if we didn't see all of that stuff, we'd still get a little bit to move on and want to see the next episode of Screen Queens because all the other different things that they kind of they kind of gave a little salute to in the previous week. So
1: can I just I say I love cool. I love seeing the creature popping out of the toilet.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's creepy to me. That was like toilet. I'm not fond of anything popping out of my toilet. Okay. Um, I'm just like, I, I had a really bad story. I heard a bad story about snakes and stuff popping out of your toilet. Well, that's why you flush the toilet before you sit on it. Is that going to wash a snake down? I don't know how that, if that's how that works. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> either. And now you're going to have people In checking
3: the- their toilets. <laughs>
2: I don't know. People are weird, and then I heard of Florida alligators. Oh, I don't know if that's true because alli- baby alligators. But people flush weird things down the toilet.
0: That's
2: true. That is true. And they, come, and they recycle, and, and, and you know the toilets like recycling, so it comes back.
3: Uh, toilet stories are always.
2: They're Thank They're not you. scary. See? They're gross. Thank you. That's what it is. It's more gross. It's just like that's. The one place I'm supposed to be able to have like a moment to myself, and now I'm gonna die on the toilet. Oh my like, god, it's just nasty! And it's like eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I'm not oh on. Oh, that would be I peanut butter and banana sandwich. Class. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I got a little bit more class than to eat on the toilet. What am I a geek in high school? Like, no, oh my good grief.
1: Well, on that note. Let's get into the story at hand. uh, This episode titled "Ghost Stories." So, okay, so we start off the episode with Boone. He's uh, disguised as uh, Walking Phoenix, I guess, instead of Joaquin Phoenix. And everyone, you know, is 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 like, "Oh, it's you, right, Gladiator?" This, that, or the other. And so, his uh, his disguise starts to fall apart. And there she is Chanel number three and she's like it's you and he's like no I'm walking Phoenix and um, he tricks her into thinking that he's he's the ghost of Boone basically because she's like no it's you Boone and she buys it so she tells the other girls that uh, that she has been, haunted, been haunted by yes by big gay, boon. yes, by, by gay, big gay pledge boone
2: no it wasn't that it was dead. Dead Gay Pledge Boone. Dead Gay dead Boone. Boon. Yeah, Dead Gay Boone. Yes. So the I thought that was the best line of the whole episode. I of course I'm hammered like, because
3: I'm being followed by Dead
2: Gay Boone. Yes, right. She's like, of course I'd have a hangover. I got hammered after I saw the ghost of Dead Gay Boone. And everyone's just like looking at her like, really? <laughs> That's your excuse to get hammered? I'll Why not? <laughs>
1: And so that's when Denise tells them a couple of ghost stories uh, to take the the Chanel's mind off of the Red Devil and Boone's ghost. But, of course, the stories only make the Chanel's even more frightened. Set number six, who's a freak! Exactly. She wanted to hear more because she loves her some ghost stories. Chanel, uh, you know, around the same time, Chanel, uh, number one, uh, lets everyone know that she will be going to Chad Radwell's house for Thanksgiving. Because uh, they are now officially together, and so she will be visiting the compound, which apparently is haunted anyway. And uh, you know, sometimes your soda turns into blood, and this, that, or the other. But it's a whole lot of fun, according to Chad. It
3: sounds fun if you're not gonna
2: die. Well, not well, not for nothing. And I kind of feel like that—that that was like the perfect example on why, like, maybe um, Chad is tapped in the head.
1: <laughs>
2: okay. It's maybe like the house, maybe that's why he's like into that whole like dead stuff and all that creepy. Because he's like had like a lot uh, of ghost sex dead. in his life. Yes, he had a lot of ghost <laughs> sex. He was tapping that ghost from behind. Wax on, wax off Mr. Miyagi. Exactly. Speaking of, I don't think uh,
3: that's what Mr. Miyagi was talking about. Yes. <laughs> speaking
1: speaking of wax on, wax off, Boone uh, plays a visit to Chad, who Chad also thinks he's a ghost. And basically, he asks Chad if he can borrow, uh, you know, his his favorite shirt, is and that kind of thing. And saying that the only way for him to be among the living will be if he has if he has sex with Zayday. Great sex. Great sex. Because yeah. no. Straight a straight sex. sex, yes. Dead gay, I mean dead gay. Boon. Exactly, he's dead gay boon, so he has to have straight sex so that he can uh, finally return uh, to to life and no longer be a ghost. And Chad believes everything that he's saying, and so he he agrees. Later on, we have Zayday <laughs> and we have Earl Gray, and they're sitting on Zayday's bed and. Uh, you know, Earl basically, like, lets Zayday know. He's like, hey, we haven't even had our first kiss yet. So they begin to make out. But then Earl stops him, saying that, you know, he wants everything to be perfect. He's got to have his robe. He's got to have, you know, sh- chocolate-covered strawberries and champagne and all this kind of stuff. And so uh, he leaves to go get that. And Zayday's like you know you got all that ready to go and she's like all right playa so he disappears and then bam out of the blue uh, climbing up uh, the ladder into her room is uh, dead gay boon and he's trying to seduce zayday still pretending to be a With ghost
3: okay that looks like from heb or something what the
1: hell i don't know what heb <laughs> is but i'm assuming that's well, cheap
3: Walmart, then.
1: <laughs> okay there you yeah. go from the dollar store from the dollar tree <laughs>
3: Oh, my God.
1: And so, basically, he's telling her, I'm a ghost. And this is out of the other. But Zaydeh actually has some sense in her head. And she's like, you ain't no ghost. I ain't afraid of no ghost. And uh, that's when she realizes, you must be one of the killers. That's why you faked your death. Grace walks in, realizes whatever, what, everything that's going on. And so, they try to drag him away so that they can turn him in. But he shoves them and falls out the window. But as soon as they look out the window, he has disappeared. So Earl Grey returns, you know, with all his stuff ready to go, ready to get some of, uh, ready to dip into some Zayday, but he is fatally stabbed by the Red Devil. And before Earl Grey dies, the Red Devil removes his mask and reveals to him that it is Dead Gay Boone, who's not really dead and not really gay, as we find out later on at all. Is he even really Boone? Who knows? (laughs) So let's pause right here and discuss everything that's gone on from uh, the whole thing with Boone, you know, his visitations with Chanel Number no. 3 and Chad, and everything Zaydei and Earl Grey. And of course, the death of Earl Grey.
3: Oh my god. At the time, when he's like, so how's Zayday doing? I'm just like, wait, he's the one that would say that? Didn't they say he was gay? Are they saying that he's bi now? Like, they had to, like, explain the entire thing. And I. At- yeah it made sense to me at the very end i was like what that surprised the hell out of me i did not expect that he was gay for pay or something
2: i still didn't understand why he was gay for pay. that was my whole question because even after he explained it he never really explained why he actually had to pretend to be gay for pay because like that had nothing to do with nothing like there wasn't even that many gay characters for him to be like oh well get close to this guy to kill him and then this and that and so forth like they weren't even accepting of him being gay it was the like, perfect cover like it just didn't really seem like a perfect cover at all why could he just be boom <laughs> why do you have to be boom coming up closet boom because not for nothing they didn't know he was gay at first
3: that's true he was, so hiding what was the whole he was gay, gay, gay cover for but only Chad knew he was gay well, what was the point if he was gay if only one person knows he's gay
2: exactly like no one yeah. knew he was gay until chad like accidentally let it out to the girls and like the guys but like that was like right before Boone died anyways so like it wasn't like he had like the whole gay moment so like, i guess except for like when he got it like how do why did you get a boner with chad? if he's not gay yes That'd if you're not gay mind? then why did you get a boner with chad No, because he seemed upset that he had to be gay. Like, (laughs) I don't get it. (laughs) Shit's not adding up. You are gay, Boone. He's gay, Boone. No, you know what it was? He's straight, Boone, but he's gay, Nick. So, Nick had to be gay for pay to be Boone.
3: I think you're convoluted. You made it more confusing at the very end than I thought it was going to be. No,
2: Nick's gay. Nick's gay. So, he had to get paid to be Boone and play a gay character. So... The gay guy had to be play a game for pay, bitch.
1: On a completely other note, while I save <laughs> us from this conversation, Earl Grey died. Is anybody sad?
2: No. No, because he's hardly there. <laughs> he, came in, he came in, gave us his little accent, and disappeared for like three episodes. Come back, give his accent, and disappear again. So I'm like, dude, you should have probably been dead a lot earlier. Wils- Wilson.
3: Uh-huh. Wait, no, go ahead, Priscilla. I'm like Wilson. Death is awesome so like Boone dying was like yay like another another candle lit here like on the altar of like death or something like it it, it's cool although I will say his death was really like anticlimactic I think Wilson was the one that was just kind of like before in a couple of episodes he's like why are these people just getting stabbed like why isn't it all crazy different and yeah that was disappointing to me.
0: Yeah.
1: Wilson, do you
0: approve of how Earl Grey was killed? Uh, it was kind of... I don't know if you guys seen this movie, Black Dynamite, starring Michael John White. Yes. But in part of it, like it's, a, it's, a, it's a movie making fun of black exploitation. Mm-hmm. Movies. And, we, and pretty much, uh, in one scene, uh, one of the guys, he was talking about going home and seeing his family and you know getting out of the revolution. And as soon as he got done saying that line, he got killed. And Michael John White's character was like, didn't anybody see what? Like, didn't anybody see where that? Where, who saw that coming? Or, oh, which way that was coming from? You know, kind of like everybody saw that, or everybody knew Earl Grey was gonna die. And it, it was kind of like as soon as he came, like when he left to go get, I was like, he's gonna die when he comes back. And then when we saw Boone for sure, like, yeah, he's gonna die. Boone was there, you're gonna die, bro. Like, so it was, it was kind of anticlimactic, but it was kind of like. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you gave us the obvious kill. Now, who is coming next? When Earl Grey died, I knew that someone else more important was going to die. And I'm I'm like Priscilla led into, I'm glad it was Boone because I don't know. I don't know what it was just about having Boone get killed by a red devil after revealing that he was a red devil. And we already knew that he was a red devil and then killed somebody in a super obvious scene where he didn't explain why he would have been straight in the first place like, like Rico was saying, ah, yeah. It so-
3: just simplifies at- everything to have him die. Well, pause a second
0: because we not- haven't gotten to the part where we're going to talk about
1: Boone dying. Well, Thank you, not- Wilson.
3: Not <laughs> well, with okay. This
2: episode, well, we- just in general, I felt like they kind of killed off like the actors, not really the characters. I feel like. If the characters were done by different actors, they might have prolonged the deaths a little bit. further. Well,
1: I don't think so. But, it's getting towards the end of the season. They have to start
2: killing well, the no, people. I get that, too. Yeah. Well, not, yeah. I know they have That's to obviously fair. kill people off, but I'm just saying, like, I think a change of characters like death lifts would have been different if it was different people. I feel like with Nick Jonas' music career and everything else, he was hardly on the show. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he wasn't on every episode. Anybody could have put on, you know, any... Arya was, on, was
3: only in two episodes?
2: But that's what I mean. And that's why she died earlier, because she wasn't the Red Devil. Well,
1: I think some of it was stunt casting, to be quite honest. You know, to get people to talk about it. Oh, so-so is going to be on it. Oh, okay. Much like, yeah, you know, much. on so, the other Ryan Murphy show, Lady Gaga. I mean, Lady Gaga is in my opinion, stunt casting, you know, they needed someone big that would bring in the the viewers, especially once they knew that their number one diva, you know, Jessica Lange wasn't going to be returning.
3: Nah, it's all well, right. Like, Murphy can get selfies with more like mu- more of these like music playlist celebrities. Well, there
1: you go. And to also get them on for new seasons of Scream Queens and, uh, american horror story so okay getting back into the show a couple things happened uh continuing on with the story so chanel introduces everyone to the thing that's called uh, the radwell silver turkey wishbone necklace and basically uh you know they talk about thanksgiving at the radwell house and every radwell girlfriend except for one who's been gifted the necklace and ends up ends up with a engagement ring by Christmas. So Chanel believes that she is going to land herself a rich husband, which is going to make her even more rich.
3: Anyone who gets a bone will get the bone forever. Exactly,
1: basically. And so uh, someone else with a, with a different thing on her neck a neck brace that is a Chanel number 6 she she has to put her neck brace back on because her spinal column is collapsing so she decides to bedazzle it she visits chad radwell and uh, he's vacuum packing his clothes and because, of course, you know he didn't minor in luggage sciences with an emphasis in packing theory for nothing, cha-ching. And she demands an answer as to why she wasn't invited. And basically, he goes through a list of things, you know, her poo belly, her hamburger breath, mm-hmm. and uh, I could I could
3: not stop laughing at that part. Like when I
2: when I make out <laughs> with you, it's like making out with the hamburger. Like, you know that had me dying.
1: Exactly, and of course it's because she's poor You know, she's not rich And she needs to get with someone who's filthy rich
2: in The, the Pooh belly in the... the poo belly has stuck around since
1: the first episode Which cracks me up Oh my god, I love it And so uh, You know Chanel number six ends up leaving and she ends up saying, we'll see. And they have this great banter back and forth. They're like, of course we will see because see, you know, it's in the future and like, we got to get to the future. So we got to see. And like, I, that isn't exactly what he said, but it was hilarious. And so Chanel number six end, ends up devising a pregnancy scheme to score a first class ticket to the Radwells. And so she announces to everyone that she is pregnant with Chad Radwells. Baby. Dun, 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 Meanwhile, as all this crap is going on, the ghost stories that the girls have been uh, telling and listening to are start happening in real life. Oh no, our home girl Denise Hemphill, she decides to go to the bathroom. She's got to go real bad because she even, she's even making you know the, the pee or the poop music. She's like, ooh, 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 and a, ooh, 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 And so she heads into the bathroom and she sits down on the toilet without, um, without lowering anything which was interesting, right? She just sat down. It, she did. It's not like she was ready to go. It's
3: a it's a girl's thing. Like it's always going to be down.
1: No, no, no. I'm saying she didn't like pull her skirt down or anything.
3: Oh, oh my god, that's true. <laughs> that's
1: too funny. I guess she was shocked because she saw a red roll of toilet paper and a blue roll of toilet paper, and before she can make up her mind, though, the, you know there's sounds and noises, and she looks up, and there's a red devil it crashes into the stall, attacks, but Denise Hemphill is not going to go down without a fight, and uh, you know she's about to get swirled into the toilet. She's like, uh-uh, I just got my hair did. So she, you know, she somehow gets the upper hand, and she does a swirl to the red devil. She gets bumped out the stall. The door. Of breaks down and everything and she you know leaves the toilet and as does uh, leaves the bathroom i should say and as does the red devil soaking wet and so i was so scared i know i
3: was like when i saw that that, that scene i was like no when i saw that scene no, in the promo has-
1: i was like i hope she doesn't die
3: ah uh, the fact that she survived was that taser wasn't hers though it was the red devil's right
1: Correct, it was her. She she's, she shoots her taser, and it goes up in the air, and but it doesn't land on anybody, unfortunately.
3: But it provided a distraction. It
1: really did. And so Denise runs up to the girls who are packing up all their stuff because they have to hightail it out of Wallace University because the campus is going to be shut down because of all the killings and whatnot. And uh, Denise is like, you know, before... Anything can happen, you know, I can't even leave the house, the Red Devil's here, but I can't even, you know, walk down the stairs because, you know, my blood pressure and my heart's going to pop out my chest, I need a scary story, and everyone's like, really? Really? And so, they start off telling uh, the scary story about the Meat Hook Killer, otherwise known as High Beams, or the killer in the back seat, which you can actually... Wikipedia this so here is the official legend it's, it's a common car crime urban legend well-known mostly in the United States and the United Kingdom And here's the legend. The legend involves a woman who is driving and being followed in a strange car or truck. The mysterious pursuer flashes his high beams, tailgates her, and sometimes even rams her vehicle. When she finally makes it home, she realizes that the other driver was trying to warn her that there was a man, a murderer, rapist, or escaped mental patient, hiding in the back seat. Each time, the man sat up to attack her the driver behind had to use his high beams to scare the killer in which he ducks down in some versions the woman stops for gas and the attendant asks her to come inside to sort out a problem with her credit card inside the station he asks if she knows there's a man in her back seat an example of this rendition can be seen in the 1998 episode of millennium the, the pest house, I guess. In other, she sees a doll on the road in the moors, stops, and then the man gets in the back.
3: Who the hell stops for a doll in the middle of the fucking street? Well, if it's
1: the moors, I, I mean, walk. that's in the UK. So you can ask the Brits you why they do UK. that.
2: You have to ask them why they're so generous about animals and shit like that. Because I know I've seen it in Urban Legend with, you know, Rebecca Gayhart in um, Tara Reid, like, back in 1995, I wonder
1: Oh yeah, there was the urban legend movie. Yeah,
2: yeah, right at the be—that's the first urban legend that they do in the whole movie. I'm obsessed with that.
1: Oh, okay. I need to go rewatch that. So, okay. So, after this, the scary story is uh, said, Chanel uh, number five is like, okay, I am done. I have had it. I'm packing up my bags. I'm driving away from Wallace University. I am done. And so she leaves, and everyone else is like, okay, let's wait till she gets down the stairs to make sure that the killer is gone. <laughs> and so. She,
3: Smart. Yes,
1: so Chanel number 5 oh, yeah. gets in her car and uh, she's driving away and the red devil emerges from the back seat ready to kill her, but she has her own truck diving, driving savior much like in uh, the Meat Hook killer story and so she stops eerily enough at a gas station that looks exactly like the one in the story and she you know the guy gets out of his truck and he tries to tell her something but then she kicks him in the groin and she's like you need to stop doing that shit and uh you know he's like trying to explain he's like you know there's so, there was someone in the back seat this that or the other and um she ends up, like, trying to, like, understand what he's saying, but then, you know, he's like, he has a machete or something, and then he gets sliced and diced. She uh, gets in her car, drives away, back to the university, and she tells her story to everybody, and that's when Chanel responds with, please attempt to get attacked in a fresh and exciting way.
3: Why the hell would you go back? Why? Just go home. You already know that the killer's outside. Right. Chanel is not the smartest person. Although if some strange person comes out at you, like kick him in the nuts, like she's, she's completely right about doing that. She doesn't know if he's gonna help her or not.
1: That's very true. How did we like scary. the interpretation of the meat hook both in the flash well, not I't want to say flashback in the uh, scary story being told by Chanel number no. six in which she starred in it and then in the real version with Chanel number no. five?
3: I love how in the fifties she's like some sock hop or weenie roast or something. I don't. Yeah, maybe I like it's because like I've been playing so much Fallout, but I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. I love
2: it. I like the original better than the remake. I, I agreed with <laughs> Chanel. I I completely agreed with Chanel when she was like, like really, we just heard the story. Like, it- <laughs> can you figure out a new way to get killed? Like, come on, we just heard the story. Like, real talk. I understand why they did it, because it's like, you know, it's the same episode, you know, you kind of want to stick to the nature, you wouldn't want to tell the story of this episode, and then go do it, like, three episodes down, and
1: I also think but- it, 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 allowed us to maybe understand a little bit more. I think it was also a clue that Boone is working with one of the Kappa girls, because how in the hell would he know about the stories? You know, cause we've all sort of maybe well, guessed it's, that it's well, he... uh, Chanel number three and her um, earmuffs. And maybe that's how he's listening in.
3: Oh no. Because remember at the very beginning, he's talking to the other red devil and he's like, so how's Day doing? So the, the person he's talking to, the other Red Devil, can't be Chanel number 3 because she interrupted that call. And it has to be someone that's in the sorority or knows about
0: I... the sorority.
1: Okay, yeah, see, that's same. the part. Because, okay, because my th- whole theory was, because even after seeing their interaction, I was like, well, maybe they were play acting in public. But now that is true. He was talking on the phone, and it was not Gigi because they they had mentioned... He had mentioned Gigi, whatever, whatever, whatever.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, He's no, this episode definitely, yeah, this, defi- this episode definitely, like, you know, opened my eyes and gave me kind of, like, a hint of who the Red Devil is. Like, because we all thought it was Chanel number three. That was- Yeah. Just, that was a I really have an interesting theory that, that I can't wait to
1: share with all of you. It's going to blow Absolutely. your
2: minds. Uh, I don't Then you better, you better go think...
3: first, because I need to get Yeah, to you like... might, because
2: I think we're all going to fuck you. In a what? bad way. Oh my! In a bad way, because we're just gonna probably say something that you were gonna say, and we're good for that. <laughs> so you might want to go first. So. I
1: will. I'm excited to share my theory. Okay, so we'll we'll get to that a bit a little bit later on in the broadcast. So continuing on, we uh, have her, you know, returning uh, Chanel number no. five, and so they've already pointed Called the police and put an APB out on Boone. Zadie obviously is fraught because of Earl Gray, and um, at some point, it, a little bit later on, the dean gets called in and the police and everything. And you know, they're they brought a sketch artist, and they're like, "But you have fifty thousand pictures of Boone. You know, why do you need a sketch artist?" Because he was like, "I want y'all to try and think and shut your eyes and remember what Boone looks like." I'm like,
3: it's totally a criminal minds thing because that's, that's exactly what they do every single fucking time. I want you to close your eyes and think about this. Like, I don't know if it's something that police sketch artists do, but it's something that happens every single fucking episode in Criminal Minds.
1: Yeah, no, but, but so it was, was funny was... because they're on a university campus, which, I mean, at least they'll have, like, his photo on record. You know what I'm saying? Like, everyone has to get a student ID that has a picture on it, so it's kind of stupid how he's like, describe what he looks like. I'm like, really? And, uh, the detective is so incompetent that he brought in, like, a paranormal investigator because he believes that the killer has to be a ghost. Like, I've been doing my research and these, you know, these past couple weeks, and I've come to the conclusion that the Red Devil is a ghost which boggles even the dean and she had an amazing line she was like i'm gonna ruin you i'm gonna let everybody know that you wanted to nurse after we had sex
2: (laughs) that was incredible i was rolling she was just like let me demasculate you idiot because that's all you are an idiot she pretty much just called an idiot Yeah. She pretty much just called him an idiot like 30 million times in that sentence without actually having to say he was an idiot. Exactly.
3: The ex- the, the examiner or something like that. Number 1, he had dope on his shirt, which made me crack up. And number 2, Yo, I he saw he can't he wasn't even picked for like the sci-fi series or anything like that. He was like second in line. Why the hell are you choosing him? He's
1: not a he didn't get on uh, Ghost Adventures or whatever. Ghost investigators, on Discovery. Yeah,
3: not, not a good pick.
1: Yeah, no, but, no paranormal that, that witness exactly. for you.
3: Exactly, total in but like exactly with
1: emphasis on the busted. <laughs> so we have the dean visiting with Zayday and Grace, and uh, basically she didn't go to apologize, but she did to go to drop some information. Basically, she drops the information that. Uh, Grace had found out uh, the previous week that, in fact, there are twins. Uh, there is a girl, twin, that was uh, expunged from the uh, bathtub uh, mama, Kappa girl, after she was dead. You know, she let out a wail, and then another baby shot out her cooch, apparently.
3: The death gurgle.
1: Yes. And so, which confirms to them that there are twins out there, and uh, they sort of, um, you know, come to the realization that Boone must be the boy twin. Dun dun dun. And so we have Boone. He's holed up in a fancy schmancy hotel. I guess that's where he was going to go bang Zayday. Who knows? And um, making small talk with uh, someone dressed up in the Red Devil. Co- Costume, his sister, and they're waiting for Gigi because they're like, we're done with Gigi. You know, it, it's time. You know, she's cutting corners. She's doing this. She's, you know, this is this is our thing now. Like, we don't need her to tell us what to do. So Gigi arrives, and uh, basically she's like, you know, what the hell have you been doing, Boone? You know, you're, you know. This plan is going haywire. You're not sticking to the plan. You're improvising, and uh, you're ruining everything. You know this is revenge that has been you know going on for decades, and you're doing it wrong. And so he's basically you know getting face to face with her, and basically is ready to tell her that we're done with you. We're going to be doing our own thing, and uh, you know it's over. And so when it seems as if the person in the red devil costume was about to slice and dice Gigi. they actually slice and dice boone so stabbing boone in the chest and all Gigi wants is room service and then at the end of the episode we have the ladies at the kappa house and chanel number six arrives and uh, well, prior to Chanel number no. six arriving, the other Chanels were planning uh, Chanel number no. six's murder because they're like, we need to get her and this, that, or the other. She can't go to the Radwell house for Thanksgiving. So, Chanel number no. six arrives, and uh, through the process of uh, snacks and such, you know, cheese and champagne and uh, what was the other thing? Sushi. 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 Yeah. They uh, figured out that Chanel number six is in fact not pregnant. She admits it, and but she's like, "Too bad, you know. Chad already booked my plane ticket to the Radwell compound in the Hamptons anyway." So she leaves. Chanel is.
3: I'm like, they're rich. Couldn't you just like cancel it and put in the other one? Exactly. Chanel number six shit. didn't
1: know this apparently, and so Chanel number one is. Pissed. This is too much for her to handle. And um, she yells for Chanel number six to stop. And she's like, You know what? I'm sorry. I'm wrong. You know, everything's okay. You know, rainbows and unicorns. You're my favorite one. Just get a little bit close to me. She gets close enough. And then, bam, she pushes her down the stairs, killing her. And Chanel ends up saying, You know, what I did. Will become a new ghost story, a cautionary tale about what happens when hog-faced bitches try to steal hotter kappa's boyfriends. Dun, dun, dun. On the
3: on the one hand, if it's true, she just created her own urban legend and kind of like like circled around like the entire like epi- episode, and that and that's good. On the other, if that snap was just the neck brace like hitting and snapping and not her actual neck. Then we might actually have like who the Red Devil killer is, who the other twin is.
1: Very interesting. Like,
3: so, yeah, I, I wanted to like know for sure that she's dead, because you know, like with this show, if you're if you're not completely and totally sure that someone's dead,
1: they might not be dead. No,
3: they they come back. Yeah, they they boon it. So.
1: Uh -uh. that's very true so we don't know 100% if it was her neck brace cracking or if it was her neck but apparently they're going to take her to the freezer anyway so uh final thoughts on the episode on the 100% death of boone and the possible potential death of uh chanel number six
3: I love how you don't even mention the Earl Grey death because
1: well we did in, like, earlier <laughs> in the episode so we don't have to
3: no but like listing at the very back and that's because like his death was like super throwaway I think only Zayday gave a shit about it
1: poor Zayday she'll be fine
3: <laughs> yeah if Chanel number five was fine with her both of her boyfriends dying Zayday will be okay
1: exactly so let's discuss uh... Boone and uh, potentially Hester's death.
0: Yeah, Boone was the one I wasn't expecting. Like, I wasn't, like, although, like, I'm glad that he did, like I mentioned earlier. Like, I kind of think it made it come full circle, but I wasn't expecting him to go out like that. Like, you know, they're just having a random conversation and then all of a sudden he's getting sad. And it's like, and like you mentioned, Gigi was like, uh, like, she was like, like, she was totally unfazed. It was like, like, yo, she really is insane. So we had a lot of, like, narrow downing of who could possibly be the last, red killer the, the red uh, devil so we'll get to that in a second though but yeah those were two random deaths and um hester sure. i think uh, that you said that her, that's a uh, leah michelle right mm-hmm. i don't know yeah. i don't know if you got was there was there a stunt actor because that looked like her going down the steps <laughs> and that <she, laughs> I was, I was pretty awesome if that was actually her so shout out to leah if that was actually you going down those steps and not a stunt level but uh yeah that was a lot of steps together, to go down yeah. for a chick with a jacked up neck so i'm pretty much assuming she's dead like she went down kind of hard like yeah, she really that, did yeah. didn't she
3: god that that, yeah. that that steps were circular it's just it's really bad for you if you're just like woo, going
2: down. right the stairs. i'm like damn aren't you gonna hit a wall and just stop like, that's a
1: telenovela what? staircase like in telenovelas they're always falling down the stairs mm-hmm, yeah
3: but, but they always make but, it or they don't like like they're always like, no, I'm paralyzed, but I'm okay. But Wilson's right; like, she was her back was already fucked up already, so she might like be dead.
2: Like, that's
3: I, said, um, I want confirmation.
2: A, yeah, I need confirmation because I I feel like she's not dead. But then I'm like, if she is dead, at least that's a good way to die. I'm like, at least she didn't get killed by the Red Devil. She just got killed by Chanel. That. Like, it's like, what, yeah. two on Chanel? I
1: know, she's like right. the second she's, she's most harder. killingest person on the show, besides the Red Devils. The, the Dean has only I'm killed like, one.
2: Absolutely, I'm like, her body count's going high. I'm like, I'm just wondering who's going to get die next. Is it going to be from Chanel or the Red Devil?
3: Chanel and Gigi are stone cold. They don't give a fuck if they know you. They're just going to kill you.
2: As for Boone, I'm like, yeah, I saw that coming. I'm like, just the way they had this set up and just the fact of the matter is, yo, he's fucking up their plan. I'm like, they're going to get caught up because of him. So it's like, you need to get rid of him. And not for nothing, it makes sense because that's what Gigi was talking about earlier. So that means this Red Devil has been plotting back and forth with the two of them until they made up their mind. Because Gigi said a few episodes back, handle him before we have to get rid of him or something shit like that, when he tried to take um, Zayday on the date. Mm Mm-hmm. Oakland Mm -hmm. nachos. Yeah. So So that means Boone's been fucking up for a while now. So you should only imagine that the other twin at this point is like, yo, we've spent a lot of time doing this, and you're gonna fuck up? And I already talked to you, because Gigi's already asked me to, and you're still fucking up?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. All he wanted was a taste of that poontang pie. Uh, black was, like, once
3: you go black you don't go back He wanted yes
1: it exactly oh my god right because it's real
3: <laughs> chad and him were such bros that was that was so cute That that Chad like and that kind of proves that during the backstreet's back like fight he was probably the one that held back and didn't kill like chad when he was on the ground yeah I'm 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 still wondering who the other Red Devil is, but like I have a theory. We'll get to that theory.
0: <gasps> yeah, I, I really want to get to because like yeah, yeah, we we got to yeah. They, there's like that little those puzzles you used to do back in school where well this is uh, Mary has an apple and everybody has this and all that and you got to figure out who's what and all. Who's this got stuff the pair? Based off the word. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's that's exactly what like and, and you we got a lot of that stuff, so... so. Yeah. Well,
1: let's get into I- I it then. To everyone's
3: A- theories before I give mine. My- okay, so
1: do we want to get into theories everyone done uh, discussing the episode? Yeah. Okay, let's get into campus superlatives. Who do we think will survive until uh, who who do we think, sorry, I should say, who are the killers and uh, who are the four survivors at the end of uh, the season? So I guess I have to go first. So there are three killers: uh-huh. Gigi, obviously Boone, rest in pieces, and the third person. Okay, this one's gonna blow everyone's mind. I think the third person is
2: Pete. Pete is the girl.
1: That wouldn't make sense. If he's a bitch.
2: Oh no! That he got a sex change. Yes, like, I liars. don't think
1: any of. I don't. I, I now no longer believe any of the Chanel's are involved in it. And I think Pete had a sex change and is, it's
2: crossed my mind is
1: the girl bathtub baby. And it makes sense to me. It makes sense to me because he already had the red devil costume. He knows a whole lot. He's, uh, you know, he's doing all this supposed research when, you know, he might already know everything. After they went and visited the, the former Kappa girl in her trailer park home, she got killed. And, uh, you know, because he's involved with Grace, he could know a lot of stuff that's going on in uh, the Kappa house, or he might even have planted bugs and whatnot, or, you know, dipped into Chanel's feed of the house, and that's how he knows what's going on inside of the house. But I just, I feel like it could be him and uh, the characters also have to be somewhat near the same age unless of course she's lying and and we really don't know the age of the Leah Michelle character cuz she's the only one with dark hair um i could see Boone and uh, Pete being related
3: huh hmm. interesting
0: very interesting
1: yeah and as far as who survives i, th- I mean i think two of them is obvious grace and zade and uh, I'll add in Chanel Oberlin for good measure. And now that I can no longer say Leah Michelle, 'cause because I thought she would survive, because in my mind, I think she's dead. I'm going to add in our uh-huh. homegirl, Denise Hemphill.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, so now you think that she'll, that she'll live? Because mm. last time you were just kind of like, she's going to die. I, well,
1: she die. survived uh, a fight with the Red Devil. I still think the Dean is going to survive too. But if I'm sort of like... Placing who's going to survive, at least in this list, like people that would potentially come back for another season. And I don't see Jamie Lee coming back, especially if they're going to move it to a new location. They're not going to need a dean. But Denise Hemphill, she could get a job working wherever. You know, she wants to lay on the beach at Sandals and, um, you know, eat pineapples and stuff.
0: Yep.
1: And she's going to have a whole lot of money with her $3 million. So. She hasn't even gotten
3: the 300000 yet. Well, we don't
1: know. I'm hoping she did.
2: <laughs> so, who wants she to go next? Mean, yeah. Um, I'll go. If Hester's not dead, then I'm going with Hester. But.
3: As the killer? If
2: she, she As yes, the third the killer. killer. As the third killer. Because we already know who the other two are. So, we don't even have to go over that again. Um, and if she is truly dead, I'm going to go with Shindel number five. Reason I say this is because. If the Red Devil was in the backseat and he wanted to kill her, he would have killed her. I think maybe they were talking, like, furthermore plans. It was like Boone was in the outfit because he was in the house. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the story she came running back with. Because relatively speaking, I think her and Boone already had, like, a brother-sibling banter, like, thing at the beginning. That kind of was just like, I just kind of always felt like, she's she's the odd one out like it's not Chanel number three because she really didn't she really believed that Boone was a ghost, like she really went yeah. along with that
3: Chanel number three saw like was talking to Boone and thought he was a ghost, so
2: yeah it, like it you she's completely eliminated, and I don't even think um predatory les met pete so for her to be like i knew it was you and i don't think she suspected Boone because she thought Boone was dead
3: yeah so so it's some i forgot about that it's someone that predatory les
2: knows so i'm like i'm sticking to that like you know predatory les kind of was like at the beginning was like yo i knew who you is i knew it was you so i'm kind of going with her so i'm like maybe it's someone she truly actually knew and who would she suspect the crazy friggin Chanel that's always getting friggin' attacked and bullied and all types of crap. So I'm going with Chanel number five. And as my survivors, I'm going with Zayde. I'm going with Grace. Dad. Uh, uh, I'm going with Grace's mm-hmm. dad because Grace, duh, she's going to try to save her daddy. And, oh, and Chanel.
1: Interesting. Not to burst your theory's bubble. But when she said, I always knew it was you, what if it was Gigi dressed up as the Red Devil that time?
3: No, because the, he's like, the, the, the uh, Boone is like, she's killing our style. She comes out in a Justice Scalia yeah, costume. Yeah, but who says she, before she that
1: she hadn't borrowed one of their suits, you know what I'm saying?
3: Then why would he get mad if she didn't have, like, if, if, if there was one Yeah, I don't think walked. she
2: initially had a suit at all. I think she was just kind of the planner. In that one time, she got involved. I think they're the suit, the suit people. Okay, I can dig it. Who wants? To,
1: well, Priscilla wants to go last, so Wilson, good.
0: All right. Well, I'm gonna do my people who survived first, and uh, I'm going Grace and Zayday, of course. Uh, I'm also gonna say Denise because I think Denise, I think Scream Queens, as we know it, is season one, is it? it'll be one of those one and done, but the, the spinoff will do better than the show do, is doing for some reason. And then the show's going to be more centered around Denise Hemphill. That's kind of my feeling. The next, the spinoff. And then, so, and then I'm going to figure, say also, who survives uh, probably I'm going to say Chanel Oberlin and simply because she's just, yeah, I don't know. She just, I don't think she's going to go out like that, like Either that or she'll be like the last person who gets killed. So I might be wrong about that. And the Dean, I don't know what's going to happen with the Dean. So that's kind of like my four and a half. A lot of it's kind of, they count as half and half because I don't know. But so for sure, <laughs> for sure I know too, but like it's kind of weird. And then as far as the third uh, Red Devil, uh, I was kind of thinking Chanel number five off and on as I saw throughout the episode. But I'm also kind of leaning it's kind of weird to say and i don't know why i keep saying it and i know it doesn't make sense but for some reason i don't know i keep thinking zayday still has a hand in it for some reason i don't know why i know boom was protecting her and all the other crap and she couldn't have been the, other, the devil but i don't maybe her grandma <laughs> you, have listened,
3: you have been listening it, too much to denise Hempel.
0: you really have right yeah right. i'm, so, I'm, I'm being, telling yeah, I'm, you I'm, the baby is not black being totally silly it's got it either that or it's denise like like, it is denise she had accelerated aging (laughs) i'm being i'm being being, being, as you can tell i can't tell i don't know who the third person is that's why i'm being silly that like no i thought i thought it could be chanel number five i just can't see it
1: being chanel number five because of that whole
0: scene with the
1: car like why would he be like getting up with the the machete or the hook or whatever and like the people in the back having to flash their lights like why would that have happened
0: if Exactly. Okay. It, she's in I on it. That's, good theory for this. that's exactly what throws that throws Chanel number five like Yeah, like, well I'm like, excited so, to hear Priscilla. They so, killed the
3: so. Witch. so Chanel number five has been the one that's had the most Red Devil um like strikes against her. So it would be the perfect cover if she's always been the one that's like really scared and the the Red Devil's been targeting, but it's always been her. And think about it like she, th- there's always been a chance that, that Boone would have been the one in there because Boone was the one roaming around the house when Roger got killed. She was running around like also when like Dodger got killed, and he he could have been there in the car while she was driving, and she she was fi- like she was never going to get hurt. So exactly. in that sense, like she, she's got the perfect. And but what would and have been the
1: point realized. of that? Just so that she has a story like the Red Devil was in my car. Uh-huh. Exactly, and they but were why would she have to actually do that? Why couldn't she have just said it?
3: Because there has to be a body, and and the and the trucker's body was there.
2: Exactly, like, there has, there to, has be some, to be a body with a story. She can't just say I got chased because they're gonna be like, oh my god, Chanel number five, you're always trying to get attention, cut shit. So it's like, oh, and then I pulled over and kicked this trucker, and then they killed the witness.
3: But. She's not the one I'm actually gonna go with.
2: Oh, the killer, she was just helping my case.
3: <laughs> yeah. Do you know who I think the killer is? And it's a really weird, crazy like thing. I theory. can't wait. I think it's Candle Girl because
2: no, so she's her... a first, you know, like Grace's age. It has to be someone older.
3: How? let's let's get her theory.
2: Yeah. Okay, Before ahead, you start ahead, disproving it. Okay. Go. Ahead. <laughs> go, ahead, go, ahead. go well, I was because... just going by age.
3: Because if you saw like how intricate like Boone's like death shrine was and the fact that he used a ton of candles, that means someone helped him there. And uh, Candle Girl's death was also like her turning into a giant candle. And she seems to have been the one that like knows the most about everyone and like their reasoning into like why they couldn't be a killer or something like that. She's also in the sorority. And the last thing is like, She's got pale skin and, and brown hair the same way um, Boone was. So I was just kind of like, who looks like Boone? Who could be their twin? And who would be the one that would surprise you the most? And I thought it would be Candle Girl. Mm. Plus, Predatory Les would have been like, I knew it was you. It, it supports that part.
1: That's fascinating. You just blew my mind, Priscilla.
3: <laughs> it's a zany theory. Like it, it's, it's, it's out there. But if it happens, I would be stoked.
1: It would be hilarious. As
3: for who survives, uh, Grace goes, bah. like, she's the, she's the main character. She has to survive. She's the
1: final girl.
3: Yes. Zayday, because she's smart. She's, she's been able to curtail, like, the Red Devil for the longest time. And I just think she's interesting. Uh, Chanel, because she's the other, like, lead and Chad, because he can't die. He's funny as hell. You that if he survived that a go- ghost house, he's fine.
2: You're such a loyal Chad follower. because You keep Chad surviving in every Yeah, she really does. Yes. She's like,
3: make everyone it happen. Else, Actually, like, you know what I think? I'm like, no,
2: Chad. You... I kind of want to take my Zayday back, though, kind of. Because you know what? I kind of feel like the Red Devil's going to come for Zayday because that's why she had to kill her brother.
1: Yeah, I know. We all keep oh, on saying is going to survive and then she gets killed in the next episode or something.
2: Yeah, I kind of feel like there's going to be some revenge on that one because it's like, you made me kill my brother because he fucked up the plan because you. So are
3: they going to go to Oakland? Because like, we know that, that Grace and Zayda are going to go to Oakland for Thanksgiving.
0: Well, what if they follow uh, the main characters? Red, Red Devil ain't going to Oakland. They nah, <laughs> not,
2: I can tell you right now, they're probably not, any of them probably aren't even going to be able to leave.
3: Well, we know that Chanel's gonna go to to the Chad compound, the Chadwell. Oh yeah, Chadwell's I Thanksgiving. That's when Chad's
0: gonna die. I think Chanel's gonna kill Chad.
3: She can't. That like like they're supposed to get married and have like two rich two rich people like coming together.
0: Yeah, it's a thin line between love and hate. That's what Martin Lawrence said. <laughs> well, I like think that. Chanel. Yeah, they're gonna go to they're gonna go to Thanksgiving dinner and Chad's gonna do something he shouldn't do or something's gonna get revealed and she's gonna be like, Oh really? And that's gonna be the end of Chad Radwell. Oh
1: really? I guess we'll have to find out. So since we're talking about the future, anyway, let's get into our spoiler section. It's time to get a little spoilery. Let's dive into some spoilers <laughs> for upcoming episodes of Scream Queens. This is an official spoiler alert. You can check out our official Facebook like page by visiting Facebook.com slash Afraid.
0: Spoiler alert.
1: So let's start off with ratings. Scream Queens was viewed by 2.4 million total viewers with 0.9 in the key demographic of 18 to 49. It was steady with, uh, previous, with the previous week. We do have a press release. Okay, point nine's Wait, bad. go ahead.
3: is not bad. Point 0.9 isn't canceled. Correct.
1: Especially for Fox, which um, its other series um, aren't necessarily doing as... As well. (laughs) Yeah. So let's get into a press release for an upcoming episode. This is episode uh, 111. It is titled Black Friday and it airs on December 1st. The Red Devil Crashes Black Friday on an all new Scream Queens. After the horror filled events of Thanksgiving, the Chanels decide to celebrate their favorite holiday. Black Friday. But the Red Devil has plans to stop their shopping spree. When the Kappas conclude that Dean Munch is the killer, they set a plan in motion to stop her once and for all. Meanwhile, Denise lands yet another job. Chad offers Pete a chance to join the Dickie Dollar Scholars, and someone confesses to being the murderer in an all-new Black Friday episode of Scream Queens, which airs, this episode airs on Tuesday, December 1st, on Fox. And Oh my god, you scared
3: me for a while, being like, and that Dean is the killer. I'm like, how the fuck is she the other twin?
1: (laughs) And so let me go over the guest cast list, because this might be a little bit interesting for some of you. Niecy Nash, of course, Denise Hemphill, Detective Chisholm is back, as well as Caulfield dodger and roger i sense flashbacks right mm. or a re- like
3: them go like as ghosts coming to chad being like we need someone else to come to the dickie Dollars scholars that would be
1: exactly insane. yeah you've lost a lot of members or something like that so denise is going to get another job pete might be joining dickie dollars someone confesses to being the murderer and uh, the kappas think that dean munch is the killer which makes no sense for us, at least. Yeah,
3: but the Kappas have been really stupid about who who the killer is. First, they thought it was Zayday, then they thought it was Grace. Like, and both of them were like the farthest thing from being the killer.
1: Exactly. Interesting stuff. So certainly some uh, some interesting things to anticipate in the future. Speaking about the future, join us next time for a brand new installment of Are You Afraid? Scream Queens. Visit poppychuloradio.com archives to download this episode and many more. Registered users will gain access to our archives of previously aired broadcasts. Please like us on Facebook by going to facebook.com PCR, Are You Afraid? You can also like Poppy Chulo Radio on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash Radio. You can email us with any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns at contact Co-hosts, wish the listeners a good night.
0: Good night, guys. Good, good night. Flush the toilet before you use it. Yeah, pick the
3: right toilet paper color.
0: Thanks. None. (laughs) Thanks for
1: tuning in. Join us every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific for a brand new installment of Are You Afraid? Scream Queens. Good night, everyone, and happy Thanksgiving.